Wait, was that not recording? Ah, fuck. Welcome to South of the Eight, and honestly, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. For those who have been listening, it's only been three episodes, but it just means so much to me that anyone's taking their time to listen to 20 to 30 to sometimes 40 minutes worth of my voice. So seriously, honestly, also thanks for the feedback. Uh, a lot of people have reached out or and have helped by sharing the post and all that sort of stuff. So thank you. means a lot, honestly. And like I said, just... So I'm just happy to know that someone's listening. Even if you're going to have some shitty comments, Aaron. <laughs> no, it's fine. Honestly, the feedback is great. Uh, someone actually told me that I also make a voice, which uh, if anyone's heard me, I kind of ramble a lot. So I'm trying to make a voice to sound a little more professional, not because it adds anything to it, but I don't know. I, I think it's easier to think if you kind of write it down and spell it out. But then when you do that, it kind of loses a little bit of its uh, authenticity, I think, is what it is. But that's fine. I mean, I want this to be as authentic as possible. But sitting in front of a computer with a microphone shoved in your face is honestly kind of weird. Um, the only person I've had an interview like that so far is Manuel, and he can attest to that. It's just weird because you're also hearing your own voice. But anyway, <laughs> I guess I'll stop explaining what a podcast is. And I just, again, thank you for anyone listening Honestly, this is going to be a a pretty varied podcast. It is going to be based off of anything south of the eight. But I honestly had so many plans for this podcast. And uh, one of them was going to be going out to review lo uh, local coffee shops and bars and breweries and that sort of thing. And sort of have a jot jotting down of like the top five, top tens, all that sort of thing. Unfortunately, like everybody knows, we're not allowed to go outside. Also do anything fun. For the rest of the year so i think i'm just going to sort of focus on what i do know and what i like and sort of miss about san diego maybe what i'd like to see in san diego in the future so yeah i guess it's just going to come down to whatever i think is going to be as entertaining as possible so again thank you for listening if you're still listening it's great it's obviously it seems like the show is a little uh improvised and i guess it kind of is and all I really want is just to have a conversation, conversation with anyone that's willing to listen and willing to talk, really. So if anyone wants to come on, have an interview, tell me. Tell me about your crazy job. Tell me about what you do to contribute in San Diego or maybe what you'd like to see different in San Diego. So many things are changing. So many things are are just kind of weird in this landscape that we're living in. And I just feel like we can discuss a little bit of what we miss without forgetting or hoping to see something in the future or maybe just hit me up with the story how are you coping with the quarantine i feel like everybody's got their own sort of way if you have a new switch honestly what the hell i wanted to buy one and they're sold out so i mean come on animal crossing really of all games you guys are gonna get over it in six months and i guess for the rest of us we'll be able to buy them then but still what are you doing to cope with this shoot me a message dm me tell me a crazy story or even better, tell me a crazy story about something you wish to be doing right now. You guys have any plans for the summer? <laughs> Did any concerts get canceled? Uh, why else 
to should we hate corona i guess something my family is doing a lot of is acrylic painting i'm not very artistic uh, at least not in the pen and paper and paint and canvas sort of way i try and i really wish i was because it seems like a cool way to kill time but i can't do it honestly all that crafty stuff man i just i can't do it i i've tried everything from five minute crafts um even some inventive inventive things with cooking i've tried and it never works out i just feel like maybe i just don't have the patience for it but man those people that can draw that's so cool honestly people that can do crafts in general today's interview is going to be with someone that has a page crafting by astrid an old friend of mine from high school but some of the stuff that she does is so cool i wish i had the time because then i wouldn't have to buy it from her <laughs> but honestly it's just it's great what people are able to do and i think we take take that for granted whether you're able to do it or other people close to you are because it's not easy man if you sit down with the, a canvas and some acrylic paint that super hard to erase if at all and you're like yeah I, i've seen that on pinterest i've seen that on tumblr Whew. tumblr r.i.p tumblr but seriously like i've seen that on instagram like i could do that i could totally nope you can't no more times than not you definitely cannot do that <laughs> which is why we should show a lot more respect to the people that can i guess i mean not to say that because i mean you specifically might be good at it but most of us know yeah we're not we wish we were but we're not and even some people think they do and they don't <laughs> not to crush anyone's dreams i mean you know beauty falls in the eye of the beholder i think is the saying but still i don't know i guess there's all sorts of arts i mean i don't understand polanski with that like modern stuff that looks like the uh, my kid could have made you know in the backyard don't understand that modern modern stuff but hey it's art to someone so i guess that's pretty cool in a way <laughs> sorry about the rambling i kind of got I kind of lost my thought, train of thought on that one. But anyway, here's something I miss. I miss driving around. As weird as that sounds, I miss just driving, man. Just either whether it's riding my motorcycle to a coffee shop or whatever, just driving, getting out of work, not having anything to do, and just going for a drive, finding a new place to eat. Man, do I miss driving. It was just sort of like the start of how your day was going to be. You'd wake up, just get in your car, look for something to eat, or maybe you had to run some errands. And then you just kept driving, you know, and then you found a new place to go hang out. Or maybe you found a new, I don't know, a new bar, new dispensary, whatever it is. And you just kind of drove and you realized that you didn't know the area around you as well as you thought. Now, you know, a different back way. Or maybe you end up in La Jolla or Del Mar. Or maybe you're with a friend and you're like, hey, let's go to L.A. Those moments, man, those are cool. I think what it was, it was a cusp of potential is what I miss. Not anything specifically, but just thinking, man, if I could be out there, you know, nothing could have stopped me. Not too long ago, I, it kind of happened with a friend. We went to Slab City. It's outside of Salvation Mountain. Completely closed, by the way. We pulled up to salvation mountain and <laughs> the moment we stepped out of our motorcycles first thing they told us was standing there is a twelve hundred dollar ticket twelve hundred man full stimulus they're already trying to get their money back but it's just crazy man it's a mountain it's i mean i'm not religious but it's a religious mountain and it's just it's close to the world and i don't mean i can't believe it like it's an atrocity it just 
I can't believe it. Like, wow, man, things have changed and or at least are put to standstill. You know, I mean, the ride was great. It's all of the eight freeway north of like Mexicali. For those of you that know the ride, at least on this side, on that Mexico side is the Rumorosa, which I, I don't think I'd ever ride through. <laughs> man, they got some bad memories from that place. I think I've never been more afraid to be driving past a mountain than that one. But yeah, it was, uh, it's crazy. We're living in crazy times. And I feel like everybody has a way of coping with it, man. So hit me up. Tell me, how are you coping with this whole thing? Or you know what would be even better? For those that don't believe, right? Have you guys been hearing that? People don't believe that this is real. I just don't think the government is that organized, man. <laughs> I love conspiracy theories, but I just, it's hard for me to think that they would think of something this big and get it done. Yeah, that's not a jab at the government. That's just the honest truth. I just don't think, you know, they, they can barely handle this. What makes you think they made it all up, you know? <laughs> but, but even then, just again anyone that would like to have a conversation let's have that conversation and just entertain each other because what else can we do you know even tv's getting a little sluggish less movies are going to be available there's only so much to watch on netflix so why not listen to or collaborate with someone in your neighborhood and have a conversation so with that crazy ramble Today's interview is with Astrid from Crafted by Astrid. She has amazing products, uh, my customer, myself, and for all of those like me that are not artistic at all, Father's Day is coming, Mother's Day is coming, and, you know, are you really going to buy them another pair of jeans? Do they really need another bag? You know, oh, I don't know. I just feel like, why not get creative, give them something personalized, even if you didn't do it? You can tell them you did it <laughs> or you can just, you know, give them something nice. Give them something different. So with that, here's Astrid. And if you want to make this a little more interesting, I propose a drinking game. Take a drink every time you hear me say that's pretty cool. I edited out so many, but I'm sure there's still a bunch more. And if you do it, let me know because I want to I want to know how bad it got, honestly. Hi Astrid, thank you so much for doing this. Could you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Astrid and I run Crafting by Astrid. So I customize gifts projects, anything from cups to t-shirts, hats, tote bags, ornaments, everything in between. And when did this all become a thing for you? When did it all start? Well, I got this machine called the Cricut machine. It's a smart cutting machine and it basically can cut out any design that you make on the computer. And I got it as a gift for my birthday. I started making little things for myself and then my friends would message me and say hey I really like that can you make that for me and then they would tag people and then other people started finding me and asking me to make them things and I said well I might as well just make my own little page and see if other people can find me that way and then just start selling it. That's pretty cool so then you kind of just took advantage of people wanting to get things from you then? 
Yeah, I was like, well, people are asking me anyway, so I might as well just make my own page dedicated to that. Yeah, I can imagine. Actually, when I, because I saw the equipment, I think you took a picture of the equipment on your page. And when I saw that, I thought that was a, a level up. I thought you started doing crafts, then bought the printer. So then it all kind of, it's all around the printer then, right? Yeah, well, I've started making crafts since I was in high school, like by hand. I've made like little scrunchies and what like little bows and little things like that but it wasn't until I got my smart cutting machine that I started really stepping it up and I feel like crafts are, are pretty universal and we can tell that by how successful things like five minute crafts are but what separates uh something like five minute crafts to the stuff that you're doing because from a year stuff definitely looks a lot more professional and five minute crafts is usually what stuff that you see around the house right yeah, so I think five-minute crafts is more of for an audience that doesn't have patience <laughs> or a lot of time, really, because the crafts that I do take a lot of planning and perfecting, and I feel like five-minute crafts is just something to keep your hands busy or just to have that feeling that you created something, even if you don't have a lot of time. Yeah, and like you mentioned, patience. I feel like a I'd love to have something like that, like something crafty. I just don't have the patience to do it. Or maybe I just, I'm not as artistic. So I feel like I, that's when your page comes in handy because it's definitely a level up, you know, and your stuff is pretty nice. I can speak for it myself. I bought some ornaments last Christmas. Oh, and yeah. they're definitely, um, they're definitely going to be one of those things that looking back, hopefully they come back every year. And it's just kind of, it's, it's kind of nice to just start a new tradition and, um, with that, do you have like a go-to supply store or do you have any tips, preferences? Because I know that the, that world itself is pretty huge, right? Oh, yeah. So there are different suppliers online if you want special um, patterns. And if you just want regular patterns, like a solid color, I usually go to Michael's or Hobby Lobby just because I know that it'll be there guaranteed. And if it's not there, you just order. But if you want something really special, there are some retailers online. It seems like everybody wants to stand out nowadays, especially in social media. And I feel like the best way to do that is to be unique. And with some of the stuff that Arts and Crafts gets us, I feel like that's definitely a way to do that. So with that, have you used social media to take advantage of that? So it's definitely a lot of learning there's a learning aspect as to the Instagram business, the business side of Instagram. Like there's certain hashtags that will get you more views. And then there's certain communities that you can follow so that they'll see your products. For example, I had a little booth at, uh, what's it called? Like an art crawl at Barrio Logan. And I found out about that through some people in that community that were doing art and that were in the art crawl. So I kind of found out how they got there and then I applied and then I brought some of my products that were already kind of marketed towards that community, like some um, beer mugs in Spanish and then little ornaments with Selena and things like that. So it's a lot about, Instagram is a lot about finding your audience and using the hashtags and then knowing how to market your product. Actually, that little flea market in Barry Logan is pretty cool. It's everything seems to be handmade one way or another, or it's from local artists. And it's, it's pretty cool. You find a lot of 
cool stuff. Most of my stickers are from there. I feel like they have a lot of cool shirts. It's just one of those places that you go and you'll never see it again. Yeah, exactly. It was really fun too. Like I met a lot of cool people there. And yeah, it's a lot of unique products that if you don't get right then and there, you might never get it again. Unless you find that person on Instagram and you ask them to make it for you. So with this whole arts and crafts community, is this something that you're new to? Is this something you, you've been part of or, or somewhere in the middle? Somewhere in the middle. I've always been doing little crafts, but I never really got really deep into it until recently. And I'm like, there's so many things that I didn't know and so many tips and tricks to learn from other people and Facebook groups where if you have a question, you like don't know how to do something, people will help you out. And it's really nice. And right now with everything going on, is your crafting keeping you busy or is it kind of just all in your head? Are you, how, yeah. how are you coping with the quarantine right now? <laughs> crafting has been keeping me busy, definitely. I've always wanted some free time to really work on it and not be rushed. So now I do have that free time and I have orders to work on. But then the thing is, this, this since the stores are closed, I can't get the materials right now. For the most part, like you said, you have the free time, which I feel like is something a lot of us are taking for granted. Uh, you know, being able to work on projects that we've been wanting to. I mean, me, this whole thing, this whole podcast thing, I didn't know what I was going to send it, you know, fully do it. But now that I have nothing but time, I might as well, you know, start working on <laughs> some of the episodes. I remember back in Christmas when I asked you about the ornaments you were starting to sort of post them and then you told me that you were just getting super busy that orders were coming out of nowhere and then was it sort of overwhelming is it something you were able to deal with or how did that work yeah so I first started you know through word of mouth or like little posts here and there and then people started ordering like big batches and at that time I was working and then I had my finals during that month and it was really overwhelming, but I definitely learned from it. Like I learned that I need to manage my time and set aside my time that I'm going to be crafting and then kind of stop taking orders so soon, like that time frame. So to start opening my orders earlier in the year, that way I don't get too overwhelmed or do like an order for the next day and then be rushing. How do you manage what you're going to do? Because I know that everything seems pretty, pretty unique. I know that some of the ornaments are different. So there's like the category of ornaments, the category of mugs, but it's not like it's just one theme across the board. Now you're doing shirts with uh, (laughs) stuff, which is pretty funny. So everything seems so, um, it seems so diverse. So how do you choose what you want to do? Is it something that just pops into your head? Do you have some kind of like, artistic process or anything like that so I usually take things that I myself would want to buy or things that I commonly search for on Etsy and then I'm like well I can just make that myself like for example the Pokemon ones I had already looked for a design for those and then um like the little phrase don't be self-conscious I've always wanted to put that on something and so I put that on an ornament so yeah, I just look up things. I just make things that I would want to buy or that I look for or that I think is cute. I feel like that's pretty cool. That speaks to any really any artist. 
as, as long as we like what we're doing, if there's an audience for it, I feel like that's pretty cool and pretty rewarding. So like you had mentioned, it may be a little overwhelming on what you're doing, but is there any plans for, I wouldn't say expansion, but do you have any goals that you want to do with uh, crafting by Astrid? Is there anything like maybe some other kind of equipment, something else you could do or anything like that? Yeah, so the machine that I have is called the Cricut Explore Air 2, but there's the bigger version called the Cricut Maker, which engraves like wood and metal. So I kind of want to get into that. And I want to start putting up more booths at art walks and art crawls. That's pretty cool. Wow, that would totally change the game. So do you have any tips with Etsy specifically? Uh, I know that it's a huge a platform and there's just so many artists and a lot of things may be a little similar. So what separates an artist from everybody else on Etsy? I think everyone has their own little art style. Like for example, you use like the same little flower borders in every post or you use the same font in every post. And then that's kind of like your thing. So for Etsy, a tip is to try to stick to one little theme instead of going all over the place, which some people do and it's fine, but you, it's more memorable if you stick to that one theme because people can remember like, oh, the person with like the cursive font and then this little character or something like that. Yeah, I've looked for so many things on Etsy, but sometimes I, I am a little overwhelmed by how many options you have. Also, sometimes some of the things look too good to be true. You look at the prices and you're like, ah, I don't know, like that. I would definitely want to pay that. But is it going to come out good? You know, sometimes you're waiting a couple of weeks and maybe you want it as a gift. So do you have any tips for people as like customers? What should we look out for? Are reviews helpful? Or are they not? Or what would you say is a good sort of measurement of quality over quantity? kind of thing? I think to look at the pictures and the reviews. Because the, when the person posts on Etsy, they'll post the product in like the correct lighting, the correct background and everything. So the pictures in the review section are the most helpful because that's like what it really, really looks like. And I wouldn't trust the written reviews too much because I know that some people on there really push the customer to give a good review and it's not that reliable. So if I, if people buy products from me, I ask them to post a picture of it and post it like on their story or like in the review. Right. That makes sense. Looking at pictures. Yeah. Cause I, I definitely do that with Amazon where if it's something I'm not sure what the size is or how it looks, you look at all those pictures that are done with the phone at the weird angle. And that's how you can tell whether <laughs> you want. No, yeah, I totally understand. And so I guess it comes down to doing your research, right? Yeah. Is there anything that you started to make? Maybe you liked making a couple of them. You started getting some orders and you're like, wow, I hate making this now. Like, I wish I would have never done it. You have, have you ever had any kind of moments like that where maybe you bit more than you could chew or maybe you just ended up not liking the design and too many people are wanting to buy it? Yes. Yeah, so I started making cats and it definitely was not what i was expecting i thought oh it's so small like you just apply the iron on the little design and then it'll be done in no time but i didn't take into account because i'm not a math major that 
the hat has like a little curve so you have to like press it out or else it just irons really weird and so what happened did you end up making a couple and people order them or so i made one for a gift and then halfway through it i was like oh my god i'm just gonna buy them a gift card (laughs) (laughs) i was like no i don't want to like i don't want to just give up like i want to learn how to make something new and then eventually i did figure out how to make it correctly like i put a little cloth under it and then like balled my fist up and it was just really weird but I eventually got it and I was like okay I'm never doing this again and then someone was like I really like that hat can I, can I order one and I was like oh my god I was like pues ya que. <laughs> oh yeah I feel like that makes sense but if anything you learn something out of it right now you know how to put things on hats which is one thing but yeah that's gonna be super frustrating but and again you don't have to give them a gift card which is always a plus yeah a better, a better <laughs> So crafts is something, again, like we mentioned before, is something that seems almost like universally um, universally loved. A lot, a lot of times I'm up at two in the morning just looking at those five-minute craft videos and I just can't, you know, I'm never going to make any of that stuff. <laughs> but man, I can't stop looking at them, you know. They're so, it's so mesmerizing to see how they start, how e- quote-unquote easy they are, you know, but it takes time. It, um, if anyone's like maybe taking a lot more serious than just looking at those videos, do you have any tips for starting uh ways or places to start because i'm sure that that printer you were talking about or even the both of the one that you want as well i mean they're kind of expensive i'm sure so is there anything or any way people could start without having to drop so much money on on things like that so i would say to start watching youtube videos of people that make that specific craft like for example if you want to go into beadwork and jewelry making like look at the videos of people actually making them and then if you want to do like what I do with my Cricut you can look at videos of people making them and then really educate yourself on how many materials you'll need and what tools you'll need because it does get expensive and then if you don't like it then it's kind of like you know, you spend so much money, so you have to be sure that you really will have the time and patience and that you really do want to make it. Yeah, I feel like it's something, it's one of those things where if you want it, you kind of want to have to throw yourself in it. So you got to make sure that it's something you want to do, right? It's not something, because again, those videos make it seem so easy. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to sort of fall into those rabbit holes where you're like, oh, yeah, I could totally repaint my car and do this and do that and then you start doing it and realize how hard it is but I guess um I would say definitely start small then right sort of start yeah. small, start with what you have and then go from there yeah or if you have a friend that makes that stuff you can ask them like hey can we do that together and then they'll guide you through it so you'll know firsthand right yeah have someone walk you through the whole thing have you ever considered um YouTube maybe uh, with your own crafts or anything like that yeah, I've considered it like doing a step-by-step project and then, you know, reviewing the machine or reviewing certain tools. I feel like that would be something that I am interested in. And then just this the process of designing something. Like, for example, there are certain things that I like that I'll design on my own, but then other people may reach out to me and be like, oh, do you have this design? Can you make this design? And for me, that's really fun because I get to find out you know how to make it and then i have to find the picture and that's really cool i like doing that's pretty cool it's like a challenge 
right? Yeah, the challenge. Yeah. Do you have, um, not to take away from the surprise and taking the scoop, but do you have any ideas right now that you're uh, thinking about doing or anything that you're working on besides the shirt? Uh, besides the shirts. <laughs> well, I want to do some Father's Day things next. Like, I want to make some beer mugs with Father's Day things, like, es viernes, el cuerpo lo sabe, and <laughs> just little phrases like that for Father's Day. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I could, I would definitely say that, especially for Father's Day, um, I, my dad would always complain because he's like, you guys are just buying me things with my own money. Like, I, <laughs> so a lot of times my dad would be like, I can go buy that myself, like just make me something. So that's pretty cool. I feel like something like that would stand out just because it's different. It's not something that he obviously would go out and buy himself. So I feel like that's a big, that's sort of a big uh, part of things like, especially like, like you mentioned, like Father's Day or maybe even Mother's Day coming along. It's kind of yeah. a throwback to when we used to do the macaroni. Uh, the macaroni art. Yeah, but now we're grown and we have money. So it's like, oh, look, someone else made you a, a mug. A macaroni art, but a, yeah. but a professional one. There you go. That's, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, throwing it, yeah, throwing it out there. Um, uh, yeah, I have some ideas for Mother's Day too. I want to make some shadow boxes with little paper flowers that I also cut on the Cricut. And then on the shadow box, I can put like, I don't know, something cute for moms. And I also have some cups, some mugs that I made that's like, what's it called? Esta casa no es restaurante. And then little nice. things, like little funny phrases that moms say. Yeah, definitely heard those before. Um, yeah, or what's the one well, trying to think of my mom's one? Um, oh, yeah, esta casa no es en los hotel <laughs> <laughs> for the people that come in and out every time they want. It's like, but you're, yeah, I, I moved out when I was 18. Uh, my sister is right now, she's uh, she's 20 or she's gonna be 20 and she still has to ask for permission. And it's like, yeah, no, I totally get it, you know. And for a lot of people, I, I mean, in our community, it makes sense, but you yeah. tell that to other people and they can't believe it. They're like, but you're oh, old. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah, it doesn't matter. You gotta, you gotta tell your mom. And, <laughs> and I, I think my mom knows about um, uh, find my iPhone or like location. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so man, my sisters, they have, they're gonna have it rough. That's something I definitely oh, yeah. grew up without, and I was able to get away from a lot of things. But man, you got lucky. Yeah, and she'll <laughs> she'll still tell me. She's like, I want to turn it on for me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it later. And that just oh. I just walked away. But <laughs> Yeah, those are, it's one of the things with, like, Hispanic moms, and I feel like, well, not just Hispanic, I feel like just, because uh, I've heard that it's the same with, like, um, like Filipino families. Oh, yeah, there's so many similarities. Yeah, yeah, which is, it's, which is crazy. So, is there any misconceptions uh, within, like, the arts and crafts community? Because I know that maybe a lot of times people may be a little over-demanding, that they'll have an idea in their head, and if it doesn't look exactly like the idea in their head they might sort of freak out some people yeah. more than others yeah, i'm sure but with that is there something that you sort of want to put out there you know about ex expectations i guess oh okay so if you really have a very set design that you want like for example you want an owl but you want the owl to be cute like just try to be as specific as you can when ordering because then the person's going to be like, there's so many things. Like, I don't know what 
they want exactly. And if you say like, oh, just do it like however you want, we're going to do what we think is cute. And then if you don't like it and you get upset, then it's kind of like, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So definitely be as specific as you can with like the design, the art style. Like if you want words, do you want it on the top, on the bottom, on the side? Like there's just so much that goes into it that, if someone says like, oh, just do it however you want, and then they get mad, it's like, man, I gave you a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that. I was work, I hadn't worked with it before, but I, my logo came from Fiverr, and I didn't realize how picky I was going to be, and I was trying to hold back, you know, because <laughs> I, I try to lay out um, what I wanted, and I gave some ideas, and I just, I wasn't getting across, I think, what I wanted, and I wasn't sure if the guy was freaking out, and like, kind of just saying like whatever man and just like take it but i definitely got a little self-conscious and i was like oh man am i being a dick like am i being that parent (laughs) no i like i prefer when people are very picky that way i know for sure that i'm making what they want not what i want right yeah because you want them to be happy because then that's i mean word of mouth i feel like definitely travels a lot more than yeah i actually got some cake top cake topper orders through word of mouth like someone messaged me on facebook and i don't even know who sent them but she messaged me and she's like hey i heard that you make cake toppers i was like yeah i do i didn't even ask like who sent you it's just like yeah i do and then she said oh can you make one for next week it was a darth vader one and i was like yeah for sure and then since the craft stores are closed right now i was like oh my god i don't know if i have like the thick cardstock and then I looked and I had black and white so I'm like yes perfect so I <laughs> yeah, made it her. it couldn't have been a more perfect um character either Darth yeah. nothing but black nothing but black it <laughs> worked shadows, out which is yeah perfect that's pretty cool it was so perfect and then she sent so she owns a cake business and then she puts the cake toppers on top and she's like I'm gonna order more from you and then she sent some of her friends to me and then they started messaging me <laughs> oh, wow. yeah no, that, that makes perfect sense if she's working with cakes she definitely has the audience for it you know the demographic that you sort of want to hit i yeah. mean even though cake toppers is just part of what you do i mean it's a good entrance to again another sort of community of of arts and crafts because you've done the um, the flea market community the sort of artistic personal gifts and now you're doing more I guess food related things. <laughs> right? Yeah, like partnering with another business. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I feel like it's just about taking the opportunities, right? As they as they yeah. sort of come. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then just like taking the leap on your own. Like for example, during Christmas I made an ornament for my dentist's office uh-huh. and, and I gave it to them. So they put it there and then I did get some followers, but I don't know if that's why they followed me, but I just like placed it there so it could be seen yeah because especially things like crafts or any sort of art for that matter it's super subjective you know putting just because you're putting it there doesn't mean everybody's gonna like it but when people like something and it's different I feel like it stands out Mm -hmm. especially right now where everything on Instagram is the same you know everybody has the same shoes everybody has the same shirt and the same hats but man if you just had a picture of that one thing that's super different you know because there's (laughs) there's nothing more rewarding in a super narcissistic level there's nothing more rewarding than when people message you like hey where did you get that hey that's super cool oh yeah the validation it's it's like yeah definitely 
the validation of a good purchase, the validation that you're doing something right. It's like, oh yeah, this is. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's why I feel like things like crafts and things like um, just like personalized things definitely stand out. Just because you know, and it's just a little refreshing as well when, uh, when you're like um, supporting local businesses. As cliche as it may sound, um, it's just super nice when you're helping someone that, like in our case, I I know someone that I know, but also sometimes just someone that's local. You know, you kind of um, like at those markets or those art crawls where you kind of just sit there with the person that's selling you the thing and they just talk a little bit about it. It's super cool to see the glisten in their eye and be like, wow, these, oh, guys, yeah. these people are like super into what they're doing. That's so cool. And if I can, you know, if I got the 10, $20 for whatever this is, then I'll do it, you know? All right, Astrid, thank you so much for doing this again. Where can we find you? Where can we find your arts and crafts? So on Facebook, my page is Crafting by Astrid. And then on Instagram, it's at Crafting by Astrid altogether. Awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely take a couple of your pictures and post them along with the, um, on like my Instagram post. So I'll tag you. People can, you guys can follow on whether it be my Instagram or the page or the podcast Instagram. Again, thank you so much and good luck with the quarantine. Hope you guys, hope you can find some supplies to keep yourself busy. <laughs> thank you. Bye.